Hi, I'm Adam Murray. Subtle Disruptors is about pondering two questions. What does it mean to live well in this moment, given the context within which we find ourselves? And how can we shape the world we live in so that it becomes closer to the one we want to inhabit? I do this by talking with people who you probably haven't heard of, but who I think are embodying a fascinating response to these two questions and doing it in a way that involves subtle changes all of us can make. I want you and I to get as much as possible out of these stories and to feel encouraged, connected and resolute in our own quests of subtle disruption. I'm here to explore the mystery and wonder of existence through love and compassion. Love and compassion for myself through consciousness and well-being. Love and compassion for others through connection and conversation. Love and compassion for the earth, the universe and all the beings and objects they contain through understanding my context, through creation, contribution, and curation. Hi, it's Adam Murray here. These four sentences are something I remind myself of each morning after finishing meditation. They serve as a way to focus all my activity for the day. I want everything I do to link back to this in some way. And while these four sentences about why I'm here will no doubt change over time, right now it is the best I can come up with about why I'm here and what I am to do. In many ways, they have emerged from what I have learnt and read over the past two years and the 43 people I have talked with on the podcast. While having a break from releasing episodes was a difficult thing to decide at the time, two months later I can see how important it was. It has enabled me to think about what I have learnt through the first year of episodes. It has enabled me also to move house and start a new job. Things will allow me again to focus on creating meaningful episodes. And it has also enabled me to ponder new ideas about our species, the way we live, and what may come next. Over the next few weeks, I'll be releasing a couple of episodes about these themes, to reflect on what I have learned and to talk about what I want to explore next. This week, I look back on some of the themes that have emerged through the first season. Theme 1. The primary importance of taking care of myself, taking care of ourselves, so that we can be the best we can be in each moment. My thoughts about health and fitness have changed dramatically over the past two years. In the past, my internal rationale for looking after myself was so that I could look good and live a long time. My focus has changed to looking after my insides and to bringing my best to as many moments as I can. I want to be present. I want to bring my best qualities to each moment. I want to create my best work. I want to feel well. And I want to love people and understand as well as I can about where and when I am. To do this means understanding what it means to look after myself and then to put this into practice. There are a number of episodes that touched on this topic, including Marsha Gordolova on meditation and yoga, Adrian Medhurst on mindfulness and performance, Matthew Hu on nutrition and movement, and Georgia Clark Edwards on eating well. These are things I am steadily and incrementally building into my life, creating new baselines of what I am capable of as I go. For me, the steadily part of this is crucial. I'm not interested in doing things intensely for a month. I want to ingrain them as my default way of doing things, a new way of living. Therefore, I'm not focused on how quickly I get there, rather that I make regular progress. Theme 2. It's time for all of us to be frank about our experience of being human and to be open and curious about the experience of others. The time for pretending is over. This may be conscious, deliberate pretending, it may be unconscious, ignorant pretending. 
Either way, I think we hurt ourselves by denying the reality of our experience or that of others. And by putting on a show, by distorting what is going on for us, no matter how subtle, we also make it more difficult for others to live well. This is magnified for those who have a voice, are on stage, are writing books, or publishing podcasts. I don't think this is binary. Allowing ourselves to be as we are takes courage, awareness, and trust in ourselves. And the training ground is our everyday interactions with others. A number of my guests have made authentic connection a central part of their work. Carmen Hawker talked about feminism and finding a path through the hyper-masculinity of sport. Emily Paulo is the embodiment of authenticity and through collective potential empowers others to also experience this. Jamin Heppel works at redeeming the local sporting club as a place for young men and women to form their character. Jimmy Fern shared about creating a place and culture where men can be vulnerable and connect with each other. And Cellini Samuel spoke on the creativity and beauty that comes from embracing diversity in all its forms. Theme 3. The current shift in values about how we live together. In my own life, my living arrangements have undergone a dramatic change over the past two years, including moving out of the city, moving to be closer to my parents, and being a single dad for one week out of every two. These changes have prompted me to think about the type of dwelling I want to live in, where it would be, and how it would be designed, and who I'd be living close to and just how close I want that to be. My current thinking on this is evolving quickly. I want to live in a minimal way, where I only own the things that give me joy. I want to live in a way that enables me to be part of a community of people living close by. And I want to live in a way that connects me to the planet and the ecosystem I'm a very small part of. Here are some of the topics we covered under this theme. Karen Ellis talked about the joy and benefits of living frugally. Maria Cameron shared about the organic emergence of her suburban community. Sigrid McCarthy talked about sustainability and mindfulness in fashion. Kate Chalice discussed the connection between the design of a place and our own well-being. Al Jeffrey opened me up about the concept of co-living. And Rebecca Lovett talked about the liberation brought through choosing to live with constraints. Theme 4. What it means to work and the new ways people are going about it. In 2015, as a 37-year-old, I took my first gap year. A supposedly risky thing to do, I told myself I would go backwards in my career, that I would erode my savings and security. But despite my own words of caution, I felt I could do nothing else. I was not able to maintain my well-being and keep working the way I was. I needed to stop everything, to allow the things that were superfluous to fall away and to see what remained. After creating a couple of new ventures of my own, I needed to return to paid employment that while I were given time to grow. In experiencing the shock of being back in an office, working 9 to 5, 5 days per week, I could not help but think about the places, the meaning and design of our work. Thankfully, I had a number of guests to give me their wisdom on this theme along the way. Melina Chan talked about life in a co-working space and the impact this is having on all workplaces. Dr. Jason Fox talked about engaging in uncertain, unprecedented work and bringing meaning and a sense of regular progress to all we do. Michael Dixon and I drove around Melbourne talking about artisan thinking and the role of the artist within the workplace. Jurila Lala Harvey and I looked over Punt Road Oval while she shared about the values inherent in the way Aboriginal entrepreneurs conduct business. And I sat with Jared Briffer in a building full of social enterprises and discussed enabling customers to unknowingly become agents of social change. 
Theme 5. Developing our contextual awareness and understanding. Through speaking with people, reading and reflecting, and perhaps unexpectedly watching some amazing TV shows, my own understanding of the context within which I exist has greatly expanded. The following books have been eye-openers for me. Sapiens, Homo Deus, The System's View of Life, and Debt, The First 5,000 Years, as well as the TV show Mars and taking time to write my own blog. And of course, speaking with and reflecting upon the words of the following guests. Cameron Elliott, who shared and sung about crowdsourcing wisdom. Gus Harvey, who talked about science and technology and being intelligently optimistic about our future. And I spoke with Matt Wicking about understanding and acknowledging the temporal, biological, historical and spatial context within which we live. I feel grateful for all I have learned over the course of putting this podcast together and for the people it has enabled me to meet. And as I contemplate where the podcast goes for here, I don't want to do more of the same. I want to build on these insights and explore new areas. In the next episode, I'll talk about the questions I keep coming back to and what this could mean for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. It would be great to hear from you about what your favorite episodes were from last year or your thoughts on the themes we explored. A great way to do this is through the Subtle Disruptors Facebook page or emailing me directly through adam at subtledisruptors.com. I'm Adam Murray, and I look forward to hearing about your own subtle disruption. Bye for now.